You're listening to the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast. I'm your host, Angela Sanchez, beauty business mentor and founder of Beauty Business Co. I want you to believe that you can achieve anything if you set your mind to it. I'll be interviewing leading beauty industry professionals and discovering exactly what drove them to becoming the hashtag beauty boss they are today. Are you ready to be inspired? You're listening to episode 30 of Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast with today's guest, Louisa Hollenberg. Louisa is the owner of Earth and Skin, known as the best day spa and beauty shop on the Gold Coast. Being featured in many publications such as Mamma Mia, Gold Coast Bulletin, Jetstar Magazine, Urban List GC and Mind Food Magazine. Louisa believes that by making small changes to our everyday behaviour, we can dramatically change our long-term health and save the planet. I absolutely love it when I meet someone and then when I search their business, it looks and feels exactly the same as the first impression I receive. This was exactly what happened with Louisa and her branding is so authentically her that from Instagram to website, I was captivated through stories and educated on the earth and skin philosophy. My email address was captured on numerous occasions and I read two blog articles all in one sitting. That is one attention grabbing website. So go check it out, earthandskin.com.au. Now, before we dive into this episode, I would love for you to do one of two things. Take a screenshot right now of this episode and tag at earth and skin and at beauty business underscore co in an Instagram story for us. Now, let me know what day it is and what you're doing while you're listening. The other huge favor I have is if you could head on over to the Apple podcast app and leave me a five-star rating and write a review. It would mean the absolute world to me. The more beauty industry professionals that we can connect with through this podcast will mean we can inspire and empower them to believe in the beauty of their dreams. Now, let's get into this inspiring episode. Louisa, welcome to my virtual beauty lounge. It's so good to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. I um, first met you only a couple of months back. I really don't know you from a bar of soap, but we met in a- <laughs> <laughs> um, at the Professional Beauty Solutions Summit that they, um, well, Roadshow, sorry, that they were having around um, all of the states of Australia. And we realized that we were both from Queensland and yep, it's amazing the conversations that come from a toilet cubicle. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so we the were best, walking. The best place for intelligent conversations, I think. I know, yeah. <laughs> we're walking back from the loo back to our seats. I found out a little bit about you, but it was just so short lived. And I'm so glad that we messaged each other afterwards to make sure that we connect on our social media platforms because sometimes you can chat to people and you really do connect in person and then you think, oh my gosh, what was their business name again? 
what was her first name? So <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really pleased that it's come to this and I had to get you on the show because you're doing incredible things for our industry and I uh, wanted you to share that with our listeners so that you can also inspire them. Thank um, you. So I normally get you to kick off with what your definition is of a hashtag beauty boss. So I think a hashtag beauty boss is someone who is willing to really take a risk, um, you know, opening your own business, no matter what business it is, is going to be some form of a risk. But I think it's, it's someone who wants to do things differently to how they've seen things being done before. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Like we definitely don't need to be the same as everybody. We can find our unique path and you've really nailed it on the head. Like I've, I've read a little bit about you. I had some time before the interview to dive into your website. Um, you've got an incredible story, Louisa. So I can't wait to hear <laughs> where it all began, why you chose the beauty industry in the first place, but more importantly, what chose you to go down that clean beauty movement path, um, yeah. which really lies within your business and your personal values as well. So take it away. Yeah, that's right. So I actually, I was the kind of person that I had left school and I was always searching for what to do with, when I grew up. You know, I, I've done everything from, I was a flight attendant, I've worked in bars and hotels, I was a wedding coordinator, I was even the fairy floss girl at a circus. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I was in my mid-twenties, I decided to take myself off travelling and the mission was that I was going to find out what I was going to do for the rest of my life. And what, what came to my mind was dentistry of all things. And so I ended up studying to be a dentist um, in my late twenties um, as a mature age student. So I got to my third year of dentistry. Dentistry is five years and I was turning 30 and I, I for, for many different reasons, I decided that another two years at university um, was not my cup of tea and dentistry is really not the easiest thing to study by any means and so I finished up I graduated as an oral health therapist so I still had have a degree um, and I was still working in dentistry as um, as a hygienist and so I started working I soon after graduating met my um, soon-to-be husband and we got married and had two beautiful children and it came time for me to go back to work and I realised that it was just not the industry that was lighting my fire. And my sister at the time had started her business and she was actually working from our spare room at home. So I was at home with my two kids under two and she was in the spare room and I could see what she was doing and I thought, wow, she gets to just have fun conversations with, <laughs> with women all day and make them look and feel better. That's so cool. And then one day she said to me, look, I'm really busy with nails and I don't actually like doing nails. Why don't you learn how to do nails and then we can work together. And so I went and I did a course on acrylic nails and I had been doing acrylic nails for about eight months. I'd gotten really busy. I'd built up a really cool little client base and it was flexible with with the kids so I worked when I wanted to and and um, was at home with the kids when I needed to be and I 
realized that I had lost my sense of smell. So I went to a salon supply place and they said to me, oh, have a look at this lavender scented nail polish remover. And I said, I can't smell it. And the girl at the time said to me, oh, are you really busy with your nails? And I said, yeah, yeah. And she said, oh, no, that's, that's normal. Most people lose their sense of smell when they're really busy working with acrylics. And I just thought, what? <laughs> this is crazy. This doesn't seem right. And so I did some research into the ingredients that were in there. And I, I happened to have a client who was a naturopath and I spoke with her and I discovered a couple of books that were written about toxins in skincare. And um, I just realized how many toxins we are exposed to within skincare and personal care products. And so I looked around um, my local area because I wanted to go to find some skincare that would suit my skin type. And I wanted to talk to someone who knew all about skin and knew about toxin-free skincare and I couldn't find anyone on the Gold Coast. And I said to my husband, I think I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> and so that is how Earth and Skin started. Um, but also as, as, as a side to just losing my sense of smell, becoming pregnant, I had had fertility issues um, with my first um, with my daughter and we had had to go through IVF and the doctors at the time had said, um, you know, cut out your plastics, um, plastics leach BPA into, um, you know, your food. If you're putting my, uh, uh, glad wrap on food, when you're microwaving it, it's putting BPA into your food. Don't drink water from a plastic water bottle because the BPA mimics estrogen in your system and it causes fertility problems. So that was alarming in itself. And we're talking, you know, this was 10 years ago when BPA was still um, in production. There's um, a lot less BPA now, um, but that was really alarming to me. And my research in skincare pointed to a lot of the ingredients in skincare actually do the same thing. So they, they mimic estrogen within your system and can cause all a myriad of, of health problems ranging from uh, fertility issues, um, cancer. Um, and then, you know, you have, you have other symptoms as well, allergies and, um, and autoimmune diseases. So opening earth and skin really came to me from many different angles. And I see, I see ourselves now as not just a beauty salon or a day spa, but we really are, um, educating people about toxins and how to reduce their toxic load. Mm. So yeah, that's, that's a, a long story. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful um, though. Yeah. It's great. It's actually really lovely to hear the, the full philosophy of, of where it's come from. And I think uh, a business success story comes from someone else's journey that they've, they've gone through, you know, and um, it's, a, such a beautiful business that you have. I was looking at all your product photography that you've got on your website and all the educational classes and um, workshops that you're doing as well. That's yeah. amazing. You're really having a voice. Um, did you say that you were going to be starting a podcast as well to get your message out further as well? Yes. Yes. So um, I've done a few interviews. So um, the podcast is called Clean, uh, Dirty World. 
Dirty World podcast. And um, it's about uh, sustainability, beauty, um, and, and health for busy women. So um, I'm interviewing people who are just doing really different things um, in all different industries, which is really cool. I've got a, um, one interview that I did recently is um, Yaz from Rite of Passage Funerals. So she is in her late 30s and she started a funeral business, but she's doing eco-funerals. And that is a whole nother topic. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of interviews that I'm doing, just people who are doing really cool, interesting, different stuff. Wow, that is amazing. Um, my yeah. sister and her partner are both vegan and they're bringing uh-huh. son up as a vegan as well. And they're, yep. you know, they're, they're doing their own things with the eco movement and getting um, biodegradable toothbrushes and they've got their Amazon store and um, the little pea pots that are um, biodegradable in the ground and the plants grow through them. And, uh, you know, she inspires me so much um, like making a difference in her own small steps is yep. also, yeah, you know, it's good for her and it's good for her family, but it's also inspiring us to be better each and every day, even if we can make one small change to what we do in our everyday lives too, especially when there's kids involved, you know, like it's the, the next generation of how, how we can make the world better. So, oh, that's right. Dude, and that's I look- a good um, story, like with your podcast and everything too. Like, so is that out on Apple iTunes and everything? Can we- not, not yet. Yeah. We're going to launch in October. So oh, okay. um, we've got an Instagram page, which is um, Clean Skin Dirty World, mm-hmm. and um, we'll be posting updates to that. Good. I'll make sure to link everything um, for our followers, our listeners to follow you. <laughs> Thank you. We can talk a little bit more about it later, but leading on to that you've also got a book in the works i've just signed up to make sure that my expression of interest is in for it yay thank you tell us yeah, a little bit about that. that yeah it's really exciting so i actually um i did a a business coaching um course and part of that was to write a book and we had a challenge where we had to write 30,000 words in 30 days And so I wrote a book and it's called Clean Skin in a Dirty World and it is a busy woman's guide to toxin-free skincare and how to enjoy simply beautiful skin for life. So in it, I talk about um, really simple ways to improve your skincare routine using um, all natural organic products. Um, I talk about why to change to toxin-free products um, I give some recipes in there for making your own masks and fun things at home. Um, and I've just tried to make it really, really simple because I'm busy. I think most people are busy and I know a lot of our clients, you know, when you start talking about an in-depth skin routine, it just, it's just too much. So I try and keep it as, as simple as possible to get your skin really glowing Good. Oh, I can't wait. It's amazing. Gosh, with your book and Robin McAlpine, she's just launched her Skin Side Out um, book. I've got that on my bookshelf now too. I'm going to have a really great uh, library, especially from like the professional skin industry, but speaking to our clients. Like it's been a really big lack within, um, yeah, the the book reading world. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, it's really exciting. I can't wait to get it out there. So that that probably won't 
probably won't be ready. I'm just speaking with um, some publishing houses now, so it probably won't be ready until about February um, yeah. next year. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. All good things come to those who wait. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so when we're speaking back about your business, um, which hurdles do you continually see popping up when it comes to running a beauty business? Yeah, for me, time management is really tricky. I am a creative person, so I have all these amazing ideas, um, but I am very bad at finishing things. <laughs> so um, I, 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 you know, especially when I started my business, you know, when, when anyone starts a business, you're trying to do all things that are required of you. So, you know, you're doing the marketing, you're doing the treatments themselves, you're doing your social media, you're doing your paperwork, your bookkeeping. Um, you know, for me, I was, I, I still do the maintenance in the spa. You know, if there's a hole in the wall, it's me who's patching it. You know, I'm putting on new door handles and the girls laugh at me because I'm the one with the hammer and nails walking around. Um, but, you know, that's, that's what you need to do. So for me, just really taking a look at, okay, well, what needs to be done this week and what is going to get the most out of my time? And then the things that um, aren't the most valuable, I outsource or give them to someone else to do. Um, that that's been really helpful for me. Yeah. That's one of the topics I think we were speaking about at the road show was that you now are completely off the floor from working in your business. Um, that's right. And things like that. So that's, um, has that been quite a bit of a journey and, um, you know, I guess I'm actually asking from my own perspective. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, when, when, I, when I started the business, I always knew I didn't want to be in it. Um, mm. I didn't want to work in it forever. So I, I was always looking for opportunities to, um, to, to step back, I guess. Um, and I think that that is really key, always keeping your eye open for opportunities. Um, you know, even, even when it comes to employing your first staff member, you know, there'll, there'll be people that are showing themselves to you along the way and just foster those relationships and you never know where they might take you. Um, mm. But also don't, don't be afraid to outsource um, wherever you can, you know, bookkeeper. Oh my gosh. They just save you so much time and energy and keep you on track when it comes to tax time, because there's nothing worse than having a shoebox full of receipts and trying to sort that out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and, um, I think when it comes to employing staff as well, you'll always make mistakes in the beginning, but with each new hire, you, you get better and better. And um, the team that I have now are so amazing and it's a collaborative effort. They don't, um, you know, if, if I, if I say something that they don't agree with, they just tell me and I'm okay with that because um, I'm not perfect. And you know, it's, it's a journey that we're all going on and yeah, I really appreciate that. And it keeps me on track as well. So yeah, yeah sure. surrounding yourself with, with surround yourself with people who can do something better than you can. Yeah. That's key. 
Yeah. yeah. It's always great to have people like that in the room with you. You know, there's definitely, we're always on a personal development um, journey. We're always learning new things within our industry too. And yeah, it's great to be um, the student as well, always. Otherwise we we'll become closed minded and opportunities just walk on by us. So yeah, that's really that's fantastic right. to hear. Um, so when it comes to your top two important tips for the aspired beauty boss listener to learn from, um, what would they be when they're starting out in their own business? Yeah. So I think, well, we've already touched on both of these, but, um, the first one is ask for help. Um, don't be afraid to admit that you don't know what the hell you're doing. Um, mm -hmm. that was my biggest thing in the beginning. I was so proud and I thought, well, now that I have a business, I should know what I'm doing and I can, I can operate this thing. And, um, it actually wasn't until I'd been in business for two and a half years and my husband just got sick of me coming home and crying <laughs> and saying, Oh, I don't know what to do here. And I don't know what to do there. And, um, he said, you need a business coach. And the moment I got a business coach changed my life. Um, yeah, I can't emphasize that enough. They, mm -hmm. when, when you think about a business coach, you know, they, they're coaching a number of businesses. You know, it might be 10, 20 different businesses that they're coaching. And you're just one person trying to run one business. And especially if they're a business coach within your industry, they have seen what works They've seen what doesn't work. So rather than you trying to implement something and see how it goes and then, um, you know, trying to adjust it and see if that works, they can, they can give you the tools and the tricks that they've seen work before. Um, yeah. So that saves you a lot of time. And just having someone there keeping you accountable and keeping you on track and giving you a bit of a pep talk, um, yeah, I think that's, that's gold. Yeah. Absolutely. And also I think people, people at the top of the industry are really happy to share their story and their journey and give you tips along the way. And I think it's, um, it's incredible how um, they really, people don't ask them for their advice, but they are so willing to give their advice. You just need to ask. Mm, yeah, definitely. It's so important to have, you know, I, it's good. I'm seeing um, a bit of, an evolving change within our industry. It sort of used to be that best kept secret of everybody's, um, you know, top marketing strategies and promotions that have worked. And even, you know, um, salon owners that are within my area, um, going from say north side of Brisbane, um, getting together in a community group and, and chatting about what's working and what's not it seems to be a lot more acceptable um, because we're all going through the same thing, right? So we mm -hmm. not have the headache a part of it, but um, having mentors and coaches that have either walked the path or have worked with businesses that have become successful from what they're teaching is, yeah, so, so important. We're seeing more of that coming as well. And I think wh whoever is out there, there's so, there is quite a bit of choice, but it's who who you vibe with, who, who you connect with the most. Um, and, and, and yeah, just ask, ask for help, ask for them to, to have, have five minutes with you to have a conversation to see if you're going to be the right fit for each other. Would you, exactly. 
from your experience, have you, have you worked with coaches that are non-industry specific as well? Yeah, yeah. So the last um, business coaching course, I guess you'd call it that, it was, um, it was for business owners. So it, it was nothing to do with the, the beauty industry. Um, uh, I went and did the course with about 30 other people and they were ranging in industries from, there was a guy that owned a crane business, um, a scaffolding business down to um, a, a, a home um, home stage designer for, for people who are wanting to um, to stage their house for selling. So, you know, yeah. a, a very wide range of industries. So, um, yeah, at the end of the day, it's a business. Yes, mm. it's a beauty industry. Yes, it's a beauty business, but you can always learn from, from any business owner, I think. Oh, definitely. And sometimes it is nice, to, you know, to get yourself out into other industries and hear, I think it's probably even more inspiring sometimes to hear other people's um, journeys and what they're doing within their businesses. I, I've got a bit of that creative personality like yourself. Like if, <laughs> I'm like, I could do that within my beauty business. <laughs> the crane business. <laughs> yeah, the hard thing is saying no to yourself. My husband said to me recently, you need to start finishing and stop starting. Mm. <laughs> oh, they, so they're good true. to keep us grounded, aren't they? <laughs> they are. They are. So are you a lover of the iPhone? I'd love for you to share three apps that you just can't. <laughs> you know, I struggled with this question because I do love my iPhone, but I really try and stay off it as much as possible. Um, so I am a paper and pen and a diary kind of person, um, which might be showing my age a little bit, but I love post-it notes and sticking them on my wall um, and doing the Kanban method. I don't know if you've heard of that before. <laughs> I think I've got a little bit of an idea. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's where you have um, a list of tasks and you move them from tasks that you need to do to tasks that you're currently doing and then when you have checked them off and then you've completed them so that's kind of how I operate in my office I've got post-it notes of every different color all over the mm -hmm. wall um, I love it that'd be quite satisfying one, I think <laughs> it's very satisfying oh there's nothing like pulling a post-it note off and scrunching it into a ball and throwing it in the bin that's pretty cool <laughs> But I'll give you I'll give you one app that I really do love and it's exactly the same. It's it's because I can do a Trello board on it. Um uh, sorry, a Kanban board board on it. It's um Trello. Ah, oh, great. My team, um my admin team, not not the girls that are on the floor, but the um the admin team that I have, we we use that to keep a track of promotions and projects and podcasts and the book and all of those yeah. fun things. Amazing. I'm just getting myself organized with either I'm not sure if I'm going to go down Trello or Asana but definitely need a project management tool I think that will also keep me a little bit focused as well because you, you're like oh that task hasn't been moved out of that board <laughs> yes that's right yeah for sure yeah, it's a good one thank you for that now what's one thing you're constantly um, searching for when it comes to support and what you do daily yeah, so I feel like there's a bit of a theme going on here, but for me, I've written here time management as well. So, um, you know, that that really keeping keeping on track, keeping 
my team has, I've taught my team to keep me on track. So um, I even have a post-it note that I'm looking at and it says, Louisa is not allowed to do these things unless campaigns are 100% complete. And that's written up on, on my board. Is that from you or one of your team members? One of my team members wrote that up actually. <laughs> I love so it. That's so they great. They know me. They know yeah. me very well. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Time management is hard, you know, like especially with family and you're trying to get to and from and do all the things in between. It's um, the day just flies, honestly, even it looking off before this podcast. Oh my gosh, I can't believe where the day's gone. At least I remembered to eat lunch today. <laughs> yeah. Good. That's good. Yes. Uh, do you have any specific routines that you stick to to set your day up for success? Yeah, definitely. I um, I'm, I, I need routine. Um, I have a cold shower every morning, even in winter. Um, the whole shower, whether I'm washing my hair or it's just a quick shower, um, it's cold. So cold showers help me with stress relief. Um, They've been shown to assist with weight loss, which is pretty cool. Increasing immunity. Um, my husband has a cold shower as well, and neither of us have been sick this whole flu season. Um, and also, it's really good for your skin. So I've noticed since having cold showers, my skin is nowhere near as dry um, as it used to be. Um, I still do have the occasional hot bath at night, which is really nice in winter. But um, mm. yeah, cold shower in the morning um, is on my list of things to do and um, exercising I've found that the different type of exercise I do really affects my mood so um, anything that's really high intensity um, causes a big release of stress hormone and I find that if I'm having a stressful week doing something high intensity just it makes me um, I'm just really in a foul mood all day basically there's just too much stress hormone going around. So I do weights, which um, I've found that that's the best for me. I feel strong, I feel fit, um, and I'm not on edge. Um, and yoga. Yoga is incredible. I actually do Iyengar yoga, which are really long classes, so about two hours. And um, you use a lot of props to help you get in exactly the right position. And yeah, I find that really beneficial. Been doing that for about three years now. I love it. Wow. Mm. Are they top morning tips? That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that because um, my husband loves a good old cold shower, and that's purely because he came from Colombia where they didn't have hot water. <laughs> wow. And every time we go over there, I that it's a huge big cement shower, and I literally. It's hot, right? So you'd think, no, yeah. no, just jump on in. It's nice and refreshing. You you feel amazing afterwards. But I stand yeah. at 10 to 15 minutes before getting up. <laughs> I'm actually wasting water over there. But, oh, to, to bring myself to it. But he, um, he wishes that we couldn't have hot water connected in our house because he just thinks it's irrelevant <laughs> that's funny that he that's so funny because we're actually about to um to build build a house and i was actually thinking i wonder if we need hot water in the shower in the in our ensuite <laughs> ah there you go 
Are you um, are you doing a lot of research into like the different materials and the toxicity used within the build? Oh, you know me well. Yes, um. <laughs> we actually yeah. So um, we we've only just um, purchased a, a block of land recently, but yeah, definitely um, sustainability is high on our list. Um, yeah, so we're looking at um, everything from. Um, the water system to um, um, you, you know reusing the grey water, um, obviously solar panels, um, yeah, everything. Even even the um, the construction of the walls. There are some really cool new products out there. So yeah, amazing. Yeah. I was I follow Melissa Ambrosini, and mm-hmm. she's just. I think her and Nick have just finished their build in, um, I don't know if they built or if they renovated It's sort of like a little bit of a backstory because I just listened to her podcast and they've built a non-toxic home, it, just even down to the paint that's been used for the walls. So, yeah, there are some amazing paints out there that, um, that are actually good for you. And um, also the pool, yeah, we'll have a, um, a magnesium pool as well. Oh, how so, old are your kids now? They are seven and eight. So they are a really fun age and they're really excited about the new place because we've promised them that we can get fluffy chickens. (laughs) Amazing. I want to come over to your house. (laughs) You're welcome anytime. Sounds like so much fun. Uh, Well, I can't wait to see it all come to fruition now that I'm following you. I'll be able to see a little bit of the behind the scenes of the home. Yeah. So we'll move on to some rapid fire questions. What is the best book you've ever read? I would have to say it's The Alchemist. It's by Paolo Coelho. Now, I don't know if I've said that right, Um, but it is super easy to read. You can read it in a few hours and it's just really about inspiring passion and sending it out to the universe with every breath that you have, anything that you want, send it out there, live it, breathe it, and it'll come to you. And yeah, I found that really inspiring. Yes, I do love that book as well. Mm. Who is someone that you would love to meet in person? I wrote two people down here um, because I I absolutely love the royal family. I am a massive fan of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. I actually just went to London by myself for 10 days um, for the Queen's birthday parade. And so I was standing there when she went past in her carriage and I was standing at the balcony with all of the royal family there taking heaps of pictures (laughs) and screaming like a teenage girl at a boy band concert. (laughs) I just that the Queen is incredible. She's 93 years old and she has been Queen for over 65 years. And, you know, when, when she was coronated, she vowed that she would dedicate her life to serving the people and she has done that. And I just think she's incredible. Absolutely incredible. That, so, yes, that would have been a really fun trip. Queen. All by it yourself. Really, it was a really cool, really cool trip. Yeah, very cool. And then the the other person I think I'd love to meet is Richard Branson. Um, oh yes, you and the rest of the of podcast course. guests. Of course, <laughs> I think everyone mentions Richard Branson. But like, what a like he's just such a creative guy. Um, 
when it when it comes to business, but also just a family man and um, such a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, he really does look um, mm. like a. He would be just amazing to sit down and have a conversation with. I've said to everybody because I'm hosting our first Beauty Boss retreat in February 2020. I um, saw that. That's really cool. Yeah, I'll be down your side of town, so I'll have to come and um, take a visit into the. Yeah. But um, yeah, so for this first one, it'll be the Gold Coast hinterland. Um, but I think I'll pop on my vision board, Necker Island, so then we can all be together with Richard. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh, I can do it now. What's yeah. one thing you have procrastinated about this week? Washing my hair. I, <laughs> oh, it's such a big effort. And maybe it's because I'm having cold showers. And it's I, was just gonna, <laughs> I was just going to say that. It's probably a bit difficult if it's a cold shower. Oh. I've been blessed with a lot of hair. It's, it's, it's thin, but I have a lot of it. So it just takes forever to get the shampoo through it and then to rinse it all out. And I just fantasize about the day when I'm going to be that little old lady that goes to the hairdresser twice a week for their wash and set. Ah, oh, what a dream. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> now, what is something you would jump at if you knew you wouldn't fail? Um, well, loving the royal family, I would love to be closer to uh, <laughs> to them. Um, I, I, I'd open a, a spa in London, um, ah, definitely. Okay. Then I could go there regularly, and I could fly business class. Mm-hmm. Class classy. <laughs> incredible <laughs> well you know there's always opportunities opening for these like celebrity specialists and you know when the the megan markle facial came out and we all heard who her facialist was like there's still an open door for you <laughs> that's right <laughs> now if you were stranded on a deserted island with no wi-fi what's one thing you wish you had with you this is such a hard question does this mean apart from my family and my friends as well? Well, a lot of people end up with their family, <laughs> but you can choose whatever. Uh, how about a boat? <laughs> <laughs> Back to survival as quick yeah. as possible. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably take a big hat. Yeah. Want a big hat because the son, the son and I are not friends. <laughs> That's and um, maybe a big pile of books. Or my Kindle, my Kindle loaded up, ready to read. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds blissful, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Thank you so much for this beautiful conversation. It's been really lovely getting to know you even more. Um, I can't wait to connect even further down the track. We, we don't live too far away, so um, I want to make sure that our relationship um, develops further and I just really have loved the message. I, I've read a blog of yours before we jumped online. So I'm going to leave a few links in the show notes for everyone to sort of refer back to your website because it's really, um, I kind of got taken on a bit of a journey through there. It was leading me on to different things and I've, I've 
I, you know, I normally kind of like scroll through everything, but a lot of the storytelling that you're um, doing on your website is quite captivating. So um, you're doing really well on there to grab. Thank the- you. Especially Thank you so much for that feedback. Yeah, when when it's relatable to myself too. Um, I, I just, yeah, love hearing about other people's stories. So yours is um, very inspirational from what you've been through. Um, so you. just roll off. I'll put them in the show notes anyway, but where can our listeners find you on the social media handles and probably your website too? Yeah, so uh, I am, uh, the spa is at Earth and Skin on um, Instagram and Facebook. Um, and then I also have my business um, Instagram page, which is louisa.earthandskin. And then if listeners are interested in the book or the podcast, they can go to Clean Skin, Dirty World. Amazing. Thank you so much. I'll be sure to follow um, the podcast journey. I can't wait for that to come out. I know that's going to be pretty juicy. Yeah. Yeah, I'll leave you there and I will talk to you again very soon. Thanks again for your time and um, presence today. That's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. You're I welcome. had fun. <laughs> See you soon. Bye. Bye.